D. Smith, welcome in. It is the latest edition of the Unnamed Soccer Podcast and a little bit of a different podcast today, Darren. It's different because we just found out the name of San Diego's USL's club. Darren and I are recording on stage right now. They just made the announcement, and Darren, please let our audience know the name of San Diego's USL club. Uh, drum roll, please. By the way, you hear a lot of noise in the background. We are not five minutes after they just made the announcement and the big unveil. Everybody is taking pictures, not 15 feet in front of us. But Jordan, our USL club, the San Diego Loyal Soccer Club, the crest has been released. It'll be on our Instagram page. It'll be on our Twitter feeds as well. But the name of the club, after months and months and months of focus groups, of research, interacting with different people in every single corner of San Diego County is San Diego Loyal. Everywhere, Warren Smith, Ricardo Campos, Landon Donovan, everywhere people from this club went to talk to people about what was important, and some of this clearly comes from the Chargers relocating out of San Diego, was loyal. They said that word came up every time they did a focus group, so they said, what the hell? Let's just to make it the name of the club. So everybody, SD Loyal, San Diego Loyal, it's gonna take a little getting used to. Some of these things happen organically, but the name of the club is the San Diego Loyal Soccer Club. They have a crest, which is sort of like a shield shaped. The SD on top, Loyal across. There's a great, looks like a mailer here, a pamphlet that's explaining what everything is. There's an anchor. And I will just say for those that are listening to this that haven't yet seen it, Reminds me a little bit of the Oakland Roots, which is a, a third division soccer club out of Oakland, obviously. Reminds me a little bit of their logo, which I absolutely love. It takes a little getting used to. It's like listening to music, right? Sometimes you hear a song, you're like, oh, I need to hear it again. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, now I dig it. That's the way I feel about this. But initial impression for me, very, very good. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, um, their initial impressions are going to evolve over time, right? So you get this the very first time. You have that initial moment, that first reaction. And for me, Darren, it, it wasn't about the setup. The very first thing that grabbed me when I saw it were the colors. Right. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad <laughs> thing or what it means. But the first thing that grabbed me were the colors. And now there, there are several shades of red. There are several shades of green. There are reasons behind the colors. We have the SD mark at the very top, like you mentioned. The shades of red, orange as well, being part of that shade, they are referring it to as the sky from the desert to the coast. That is according to the, the pamphlet that we have already put it on our Instagram page. But for me, Darren, the, the very first thing that really stood out were the colors. And now that we are recording here live on stage, we're seeing more of those colors coming out because uh, fans from the supporters section, the locals, have already put together flags and they are waving flags right now celebrating the name of their newest club that comes to play in town in March of 2020. Yeah, it was fun at first because yeah, they did a reveal via video. So everybody's attention was diverted. We're at a downtown establishment called Courtyard, Q-U-A-R-T, Courtyard. And so they directed everybody's attention to a truck that has a video screen on the side of it. So everybody was looking one direction. They rolled out this great video, which reminded me a little bit of the video that the locals, the supporters group put out. Reminded me a little bit of that. A lot of drone shots, scenic shots, San Diego, people playing soccer, et cetera, things along those lines. And so then they showed and it ended with San Diego Loyal Soccer Club coming March 2020. And everybody was a bit confused because you're like, wait a second, is, is that the name of the club? <laughs> So Warren Smith's on stage. He's like, well, you know the name of the club now. Then they dropped the big banner that they had up on stage, and they revealed the crest, and everybody was like, oh, okay, oh. Like, it took everybody, I thought, a minute to, to know that that was the actual name of the club. So <laughs> I didn't realize that was the moment we were going to learn. I thought we were going to drop the curtain on the stage right. to unveil what they did later unveil. I didn't realize it was going to happen right there in the video. I thought that at first I thought it was just going to be like the first commercial that's going to be used here locally. Right. It's really well done, but now it's up on the uh, the truck right now as we're looking at it. San Diego Loyal Soccer Club. So let's talk about. Right. So I'm not the only person who was like, wait a second, what? That was the name? Uh, yeah. I'm like, I just wanted to make sure like that. that's it, right? And then you look back towards the stage and then everything gets unveiled and that's what it is. San Diego Loyal Soccer Club. Uh, one of the things I think that should be pointed out, and it's just my opinion, but 
when you hear San Diego loyal, I think uh, a lot of San Diegans at some point, it may not be the very first thing they bring up, but at some point down the line, they're going to bring up a reference to the Chargers. I think the name loyal for the soccer club doesn't represent necessarily what the club wanted. It represents what San Diegans want because they talk about all the focus groups they went through, sitting down with locals, sitting down with San Diegans, and the big takeaway for me, Darren, today, I think the most commonly used word they heard in all these focus groups was, we want a club, a team, that's going to be loyal to us to San Diego. And maybe, I don't even know if this is the very first time the club may have heard it. Maybe they didn't love it. Maybe they didn't hate it. Maybe it was like, all right, that's going to be a, a good name. But I do think it's a name, and time will tell. I think it's a name that will grow on a lot of people. And I do say, if you bring up a Chargers connection, and I think at some point that will be brought up. Yeah, I, I think I, the first thing I said. Yeah. <laughs> I know it, it's loud in here, but. <laughs> I'm sorry. And it was the very first text I got. And the very first text was, amazing colors. Are they taking a shot at the Chargers, though, with the name? I don't see it as a reflection on the club wanting to make a reference to the Chargers as their name. I see it more as the aftermath, what's happened here in San Diego with San Diegans, something that they desire here in town is for a team or a club, in this case, to be loyal. And that's the word they heard over and over again. Again, I'll tell you, the colors are my favorite part. I like the name. The colors are my favorite part. They're beautiful. Shades of green, shades of red. And it was described to me... Um, a little bit earlier saying, you'll be able to go to your closet right now, Darren, and you'll be able to find something that works with this, which is a nice touch. Well, uh, Jordan, this is not uh, an area that I have a lot of credibility to speak on. Uh, I, I don't think that I'm qualified to talk about the colors. I appreciate the color spectrum. However, as the colorblind person in this conversation, and for the record, I don't see in black and white. I see colors. I don't know that I can identify the colors. I think it's sort of like a red, orange to yellow. It's Nailed sort it. of the setting sun at the top. Beautiful. Well, that's because they gave us this explanation here that San Diego, the sky from the desert to the coast, the vibrant hues of sunrises and sunsets are iconic of San Diego. So I had a little bit of a cheat sheet here because they handed Got out it. a flyer explaining what the crest was all about. But I, I, it pops. That much I know. And I, I hate to keep going back to this. Uh, the Oakland Roots logo. And I mean, the only reason I know anything about the Oakland Roots, which is a third division club, is because I thought that their crest and colors really, really resonated. And you think about Oakland, Oakland's losing a couple of pro sports teams as well. So growing roots in the city of Oakland would be very important. We were just handed a hat by Jen Jacobs, who works with SD Loyal. How about that? Trucker's cap. Nice. Logo on the front. Nice. That is as good as it gets. Beautiful. That is solid gear right there. So I do. I love it. And I love the, the roots. And I feel like this is in the same neighborhood in terms of it being unique, it being colorful, uh, and it really, really standing out. I mean, and, you know, we could have gone the United route or FC or SC, but to have SD Loyal SC, I think was really, I, I, I do. It, it, it's going to take a little getting used to. But uh, my first impressions are I, I really I think they hit a home run with it. Yeah, I had no idea what the colors were going to be. I had a no, no idea what the team, the team name was going to be. I think one of the things that I knew going in was in some capacity, I think the sun would be referenced. Yeah. And it, it crossed my mind, like, are they going to name the club the soul? Will they will the sunset be the actual the crest itself? You knew the sun or the sunset would play some kind of role. And it does with the colors at the top. Um, you knew the ocean, the water would play some kind of factor here in San Diego, and that's exactly what's represented at the very bottom. So the top of the colors, you get the sky, you get the ocean at the bottom, you get loyal running right across the middle. And yeah, the Chargers connection is there, but the Chargers connection was had in San Diego for more than 50 years, and it's pretty much a result. It's a learning experience, I think, for a lot of fans. And they say one thing over and over and over again in the focus groups, and it's they want a team that's loyal. So well, and they're using the hashtag at or uh, hashtag SD loyal, Darren. SD loyal. You know the whole Charger thing is it's part of the history and culture, on you know the, of San Diego. So you know when you do focus groups, and you go out there and you talk to people, you know you're talking to a lot of soccer fans, but you're also talking to a lot of sports fans and asking them what's important. And if they keep telling you how important loyalty is, at some point you say, well, we've heard this enough. There has to be something here that is important. You know, they 
paraded on throughout the process talking about loyal to the soil. I guess they were giving us hints because that's what they were hearing. And so, you know, when you have those kind of emotional scars as a sports fan and as a sports community, um, you know, not that we have to live, you know, in, in uh, you know, the, the aftermath forever of what happened with the Chargers, but they want to make it very, very clear that what's important to people as sports fans in this town is identified, recognized, and now turned into the name of the club itself. So I, I think that, you know, they said they were listening, and here's your proof. So we are uh, recording the podcast from the courtyard, and it's a really good setup, I think, with the amount of people that showed up today. I think they have to be very happy with the turnout today. I don't uh, think so. Absolutely. Well, wow, the good, the good, good. The presentation, I think, was was really well done. I really enjoyed the fact that the supporters group, the locals had an opportunity to get up on stage, kind of introduce themselves officially. We've had Drew on the podcast, but to officially introduce guys like Jerry and Drew and have them on stage and to kind of, hey, here we are, join what we want to create. Here's what we want to do with this club. That's what happened before. And then afterwards, you get guys like Nate Abarea and others, Warren Smith, Landon Donovan, who jumped up on stage to help with the introduction. And Nate Abarea will join the Unnamed Soccer Podcast right now because we are just rolling oh, right hey. along and on stage. Nate was oh, our hey. master of ceremonies today. So as soon as he was watched, he finished watching Manchester City and Liverpool, not each other, obviously. Ooh. But as soon as he was Ooh. done watching the early window of Premier League matches, they said, all right, Nate, here you go. Here's a microphone. Get up there, start entertaining the crowd. Nice well done out of you, sir. Yeah, nice timing as Sadio Mane rescues three points for Liverpool at Villa Park after it looked like it was going to be a disastrous Saturday morning, and the adrenaline is running high, hearts pounding, and then i got to snap into professional MC mode. That's yes. good. easy to do for someone like me. You know, I, I'm not that passionate about Liverpool. I've, no. I've never... You know, cared too much. Hey, about that's that's not what this podcast yeah. is about. Okay, oh, USL is capping Liverpool. Here's right what now. we well, forget about that shit. Here's what we want to know. So we're hey, all. I just spent 45 minutes on USL San Diego. We're Give me all 45 friends seconds here, right? On Liverpool. We're all friends here, right? Yes. We're friends. We are friends. You were the master of ceremony yes. today. How long have you known the name of the club? Ah. It's Saturday morning, about 10:45. So How not... long have you known? Now you can be honest. And you're more experienced with this stuff than me. I am in no way violating the NDA as of now, right? Like, I'm good. No, the cat's out of the bag, Cat's Darren. out of the bag. We've Darren's got hat shirts. Everybody's posted on hey, social media. Um, There's commercials filmed. I come from the better safe than sorry crowd. <laughs> um, I think it's safe for you to reveal the name. Has Have they heard? Um... <laughs> You know what's really funny? Uh, I want to give a shout out to my my dear friend and the man who helped set up your guys' beautiful podcast location today, uh, Ricardo Campos, who has sort of uh, about a month ago got me on board for this gig and proceeded to not reveal the name. So he had me penciled in and then pinned in in strong ink as Master of Ceremonies, I think three and a half, almost four weeks ago for this event. I did not know of the name or the crest or the colors or any of that stuff until Thursday of this week. Thursday. Okay, so you had to sit on that for about 36 hours. Got the gig. Well, I had to sit on that for 36 hours, but also couldn't tell anyone that I was even doing the gig. Do you realize how serious he took this? I called Nate yesterday for something that had nothing to do with USL. I just wanted to catch up with my good friend Nate. He ignored, he ghosted me all day. He ignored me. Ghosted Never you. even responded. I, I think he was concerned that I was going to reach out and try to ask questions, dig for information, which I've told everyone, I don't want to know. I wanted to be surprised today. Like, I, I did not want to know. Well, did I tell you what Darren texted and, me soon after? Uh, I, I accidentally missed your call or may have been sleeping. Um, Darren texts me, what's the name? Oh, he just straight just up asked. straight to the point. There's yeah. no beating around the bush with this yeah. man. Yeah, I don't right even here. put a question mark. What did well, I? What's the name? What did I text back? NDA. 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 FC. Yeah. <laughs> which I just assumed were your initials. Nate Abare is your middle name Daniel or so. Like oh, NDA. I thought you were gonna go. I thought you were gonna go a little foul there. Oh, we're, cool, I, cool. I don't even. This is a very clean podcast. Okay, Nathan Daniel Abare. There you go. I'm, yeah, pl I'm pleasantly surprised the way you went with that so middle you, initial. You, you were able to get through the NDA. Congratulations. I got through it. That was tough. I am not good with that yeah. kind of so stuff. So tell us, what do you think about the name and the colors? I love it. I really genuinely love it. It's different. It is definitely yes. different. And 
Which is I, the cool part. I love uh, cultural geography. It was my, my favorite class that I had the privilege of taking in college. It's, it's been a, a passion of mine forever how geography relates to culture and, and becomes one subject. This club's crest is such a great microcosm of cultural geography. I mean, from the California tulip as the middle letter of, of loyal to the colors themselves, the, the Tory green, the sunset, talked about with the, the leadership of this club a few days ago, the idea of uh, from, from sand to sand, from the desert to the beach, that's San Diego County from, from east to west, north to south. I've, all, I've been all about tying it all together, and that's what this crest does. That's what this team does, and San Diego deserves loyalty. So the very first thing people will notice is the name, but for whatever reason, the first thing that popped out to me were the colors. I love the colors yes. that are being used. What are your thoughts on them? Uh, top, top right there, feeling the sunset. You like the red, the shades of red. Feeling the shades of red and orange. To orange to yellow. To down to Tory Green. Um, and again, I, I really, really appreciate the poppy. Uh, I forgot about the ocean. That uh, down there at the end, you got the ocean. We so have an ocean here. We in can't San forget Diego, about that ocean. It's called the Pacific. It's called the Pacific. You and I have. Um, yeah, I just, I, I just I want to herald Jordan's lessons over these last few. Last time it was Santee history, right. and now yeah. it's when Santee was incorporated, hey, you're, which you're, I thought was really good knowledge on this podcast. You're taking the lead on a cultural cultural geography. Yes. Um, but you and I have talked a little bit about the Oakland Roots logo. Yes. To me, this is in that same neighborhood. Yes. That's one that I absolutely love, and I, I put that in the same category. I really do. I, I think that one pops. I think if you're have a you know um, if you're a, a, a soccer aficionado or somebody who likes unique logos, jerseys, shirts, etc., you know that's something that you go, oh wow, that would really stand out, right? And this, to me, is absolutely in that in that same category. Yeah, that mosaic that Oakland roots, that sort of stained glass mosaic with yeah. the with the Oaklandish proper roots tree of uh, of Oakland, California. And it's funny that you and I have have talked a lot about that, folks within this organization. Once they found out where I was from and my background in the Bay Area, they started asking me about Oakland Roots. Hey, by the way, what do you know about these guys? And the notion that whether it's Oakland Roots, whether it's clubs around USL who've done great work, soon to be rivals like Phoenix Rising, our folks out in Louisville, out in Louisville, yeah. Kentucky with Suck Louisville Phoenix City. Rising yeah, lost exactly. last night. A tough loss, Phoenix. Feel Sorry. bad for you. Sorry. Real, Real with some, uh, some beautiful, beautiful stuff last night. But the point being that the respect that this leadership group has shown to not only folks in this community, whether it's 1904, the Sholos, the Soccers, all the youth clubs, all the colleges, it's also been a respect to soccer clubs around the state and around the country. And it's funny you bring up Oakland Roots and the similarities as far as the, the mentality with the Crest because there were a lot of people within the club uh, spotlighting that going, hey, we'd love to do some of the things that they're doing the same way that, uh, and, that you've been saying for a while. And that's there. the challenge here because you're, you're trying to build a club and we'll let you go, Nate, because we know you got to eat. Look at this. And there's other interesting people that we want to talk to too but when More you're interesting to me when you when you're on the podcast all the time when you're trying to start a club Are people tired up? of me yet like how how tired we're gonna make sure them. your eggs get cold okay. and then we're gonna make fun of you for not but being right, a great guest when you're trying to <laughs> start a club from the ground up the thing you're searching for is authenticity that's what you want and that's what they deliver here with sd loyal for me so get out of here go eat on that note that was that was the cleanest nice job out of ever. you today you were very good up there you were nice good, job Nate. Now get the. Uh, I, well, can I one critique? I'm, oh, no, okay. I'm, I'm here. Critique. We one talk critique. about critique. Exactly. We always need critique. People like us. You're overdressed. Overdressed. You're overdressed. You're wearing a sport coat today. This is like the Nate Abarea tuxedo. This I is. You're full tux. <laughs> I want to actually share real quick before I go. This shirt bought from a store in Tijuana. This jacket, secondhand, Tijuana, Baja California. So, so the, the Nate Abarea tuxedo here is essentially hand-me-down Tijuana clothing that I have brought to the courtyard here in San Diego. And it again brings me back to my point. Do I pull it off? overdressed for today's function. But do I pull it off? You look sexy. You look great. I'm leaving on that. Goodbye. Nate Abreu, everybody. Nate What an Abrea. MC. He did a good job. He, he did a really, really good job. He did a fantastic job. He Once brought he got a lot done of talking energy. about Liverpool. I mean, my God, can you give us a five-minute break where you don't rattle on about what your Premier League club is doing? I don't know if, uh, I don't know if the club really thought about the idea like had liverpool lost before throwing nate on stage like that could actually have been really bad right and then city gets a late winner yeah and he's just up there 
He's just full crying of piss and vinegar. on stage. Yeah. It's very sad. He'd yeah. rather be at Princess Pub potentially right now anyway, enjoying it. I don't know. Overall, pretty good experience. A, a very crowd. I mean, it was it was capped out. Yeah, if you try to RSVP this week, you couldn't because... Yeah, I'd say, what, 250, 300, somewhere in that range? Oh, I put- think the number is higher than that. I think the number they, they RSVP'd would be... Uh, I think they were expecting around 400. Right. And so... Right. At 10 o'clock in the morning, man, uh, that bad. was solid. Not bad. All right, let's continue the interview train that is the Unnamed Soccer Podcast this week. And after just unveiling the name of the club... The San Diego Loyal Soccer Club. We bring in one of the official locals, the locals, the supporters group for the San Diego Loyal Soccer Club. His name is Jerry. If you've been around for some of these events, whether it was naming the supporters group or just being a part of the San Diego community, the soccer community in town, you definitely know Jerry. Jerry, give me your last name. Jimenez. Jimenez. Jerry Jimenez. And officially, you are part of the locals. That is official, non-official. Where do we stand on that? Uh, I would say official. You're sure. officially part of I would of hope it. so. I would hope so. I mean, I expect yeah, I mean, you to I mean, I've never been told, like, you're officially a part of the locals, but I'm just going to say, yeah, I'm official. Yeah. I'm like, I'm it. not a lawyer, so I just don't know how that works. Like, our, what's official? <laughs> and you guys have to bring in all these, all this stuff for the supporters group. It uh, seems like you yes. do have to have an actual lawyer in the group for it to work. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so you guys had Drew on, and wow, that guy can talk, can't he? Oh, my gosh. My I felt goodness. like we didn't even need to be there. Shout out to Drew. Were no, we I, there? Did, were we there? That was that Drew's podcast. podcast. Was all Drew. We called you that one the just Finish Your like, huh, Beer okay. Drew podcast. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. No, no, so I've been a part of this now for a little bit with, with, uh, with Drew, with Steve, uh, with Daryl, uh, and kind of putting this together. There's there's actually a lot of us now that can officially say we're, we're the locals. Uh, but it's it's been a process, man. Just excited to be here with you guys and we have colors now. We can actually, we have a name. And you can reveal I mean, that shirt. As soon maybe? as they drop the big curtain here and they reveal the crest yes. and the colors, you guys immediately, the locals, you already had your shirt. So you guys were on the inside. We were you knew a little, a little something. Little you were prepared today. We were a little bit on the inside, yes. So we had a, they gave us a couple of colors. We made some flags, uh, which by the way, huge shout out to my wife, Nydia, who actually sewed together. If you guys saw the TIFO at the beginning that's been there, um, she put that together and then we painted it. She helped paint that and she made some flags with the colors. Um, They gave us a little bit of an insight. So yes, we had a little bit of time to do some things and and actually make ourselves into a supporter group. Because up to this point, we had no idea what the club was going to be like, right? So we had no way of saying, okay, we can make some chants. We can do something. It was basically all just San Diego. We're not going to chant about USL. We're going to chant about San Diego. And so um, we had those colors, but we knew those weren't going to be our colors. So now that we have our colors, we have our name. If you guys have some chance that you can come up with, please. Hey, well, I'll hit you up on <laughs> Twitter and find the locals. We've been talking about you guys. But this isn't your first rodeo with a supporters group, right? It's not. Have no. I heard that, that you were involved in some capacity with L.A. Football Club? Yes. So I actually uh, was involved with uh, Black Army from the beginning when they started 3252 over in the Los Angeles Football Club. Uh yeah, and so I, I helped them. I was one of uh, the 14 that uh, signed in bylaws to create what the 3252 became. Uh, and I actually helped create the, the logo as well for the 3252. So I've been involved in supporter culture for a while. Uh, I've been a San Diegan for 23 years. We just didn't have anything that uh, kind of uh, pulled me into it as a culture uh, in San Diego. And so now that it's here, I, I dove in head first and, and, and now we're here. So what did you learn with your time with LAFC and your background there? What, what can you learn from that experience that you apply here in San Diego? So, so much. And I'm, I'm hoping that uh, we can create something better here. And I know that we can do something better here. I think that there's a certain structure that you have to follow. There's a lot of, you know, personalities that go into creating a supportive culture. Everybody thinks that they have the answer for certain things and creating something and making it grow. Uh, and, and so all this input is brought in, and so we have to make sure that we create a set of standards as to how we're gonna go about making sure that these things happen. And you can create, or you have an idea of what you want to make, but until you actually put it into paper, uh, or put pen to paper and actually start making something, it's, it's hard to actually make something happen. It's not actually real until you see it, right? Like today. It's not real until you see the crest. Same for us with the locals. I think that we have a name, it's like, okay, now it's real. Now let's make this thing happen. And so we have bylaws, and that's, I think, kind of my background is I brought in the bylaws and creating kind of a certain standard of 
there's things there's ideas that are going to be brought into creating this thing and we have to know how it's going to actually how we're going to bring it about and how it's going to happen and so that's what's happening now so since the last time we saw you which is when you officially named the supporters group what's been going on since then till now and what goes on from today until march 7th i'm going to guess march 7th the first time we see this club in action for real so I, I said this to uh, Warren the other night. We had a leadership meeting. And that's what's happening, by the way, leadership. That's the biggest thing is creating a foundation of leadership to where you have people that are going to be in charge of uh, game day operations. There's going to be people in charge of finances, people like the president, vice president, the secretary. Uh, because we do want to be a corporation. At the end of the day, we're independent, which is huge to say to people because people don't think that we're attached to the club, but we're not. Right. The only connection that we have to them is we have a relationship with them, a working relationship where they understand that we're there to cheer for this club. And the moment that we think they're not doing the right thing, we're going to let them know because we're independent. We're not attached to them financially in any way. Um, and so setting those standards is what we're doing right now as leadership. Uh, but I was, I was telling Warren the other day, I said, when I heard that the club was coming and there was a possibility of 2020, 2021, I said, please make it 2021. And he said, that's the first time I hear that. And I said, well, yeah, but I know what it takes to actually build this thing. And it takes time. We're crunch time now. Like, we're in the March, right? Yeah, dude, you've got to go 100 miles corner. per hour it's now. Here. You don't have time so to wait, right? You're asking what's happening now? Everything. <laughs> like, literally everything. So we have to build leadership. We have to come up with chance. We have to put this supporter group together. We want to make this the biggest section in the stadium, the loudest section in USL, if we can make that happen. We're pushing for you know the stadium atmosphere which is what we're going to be bringing we want to make sure that's the best it can be and we have only an allotted amount of time we only have till march before then you know obviously so it's a lot of work man sounds like a it. lot of work how do you spread the word for people you know who aren't here today we know that san diego is an incredible a, a huge soccer community right yeah. whether it's people up early watching the premier league whether it's people crossing the border to go to Club Tijuana, whether it's people going up to LA for LAFC. How do you, we still need to spread the word. This podcast, we do our best, but how do you as a supporters group now spread the word, not only for the people who are here, but for the people who are like, oh wait, I go to Cholos or you know, I go to LAFC or I'm a Premier League fan. How do you continue to spread the word for what it is to try to make this thing bigger for, for you guys as a supporters group? Yeah, I think the big part of it is gonna be social media and actually making a presence at locations like you said going out to um, wherever there is EPL supporters that are going to games at four or five in the morning sometimes and actually showing up and talking to people you guys and gotta come to our bar bar sometime man. it's one by one it's yeah. literally going out and saying hey uh, so you support this club so we have a club here in San Diego and how about you come and hang out and literally one by one is how we're gonna grow and it's I think people forget that, yeah, social media is like the easiest way to reach to people, but there's still a lot of people that actually are not on social media. They're not on Facebook, they're not on Twitter. And so we have to find those people. And guess what? San Diego is huge in that way. Everybody always talks about how San Diego is, has the biggest viewership for, um, for, for soccer. Well, those people are at pubs. So we know that. And so we want to go out and actually say, hey, listen, I'm a Manchester United supporter. You're a... A Chelsea supporter. Let's hang out supporting one club, which is our hometown club, which is San Diego. Sounds like a plan. Let's do that. There you go. As a Chelsea fan and a United fan, like we can actually yes. get together and support the same club, which I think is something we talk about that is so cool across the country. And now yes. something we're going to be able to do here in San Diego is you have all the fans who go out to the pubs in the morning and they watch their club, whether it's Arsenal, Barcelona, Manchester United, wherever they may be. But then at the end of the day, after you're done making fun of all your friends and how terrible their club is, you're gonna come together and support San Diego's club in the evening, which I think is such a cool dynamic and something we haven't had in this town ever. Yes. And other towns have had that, where you get to watch your club and then go out to your own club's match a little bit later on in the day, so. But I would also ask you, Jerry, and you know, I think with going back to LAFC for a second with the 32-52 guys, you know, those, you could tell, like there's a, um, there's a passion there for the sport you know, that it's inclusive, but, you know, not everybody looks like Jordan and me. Sorry. You know, there's a Mexican-American presence in there, which brings, you know, a different level of energy and excitement. Like, to me, if we're going to be here in San Diego talking about the success of a soccer club, we need South Bay. We need people like yourself, bilingual. We need them to be a part of it. 
Uh, what's the sense, not that you're speaking on behalf of every Mexican-American in, in San Diego, but what's the sense that you get, you know, how that's going to be embraced by that community? Yeah, and so that's something that's huge. And we've been talking about this and how how we need to actually make sure that we promote to those people that are just Spanish speaking. Because, yeah, there's Mexican-Americans that speak English and they'll be connected. But at the same time, for example, my mom and dad are here with me today and they would prefer everything in Spanish. And so how do we make sure that we reach out to them? And as a supporter group, we are going to put out everything that goes out is going to be in both English and in Spanish. Um, I think we've also talked about even having some Tagalog in there because there's a uh, Tagalog because there's a huge Filipino community in, in San Diego that has also loves the sport and has not been tapped into and has not been spoken to. So um, that's huge. That's a big, big thing. And as you said, there's so many people that are here that are maybe Cholos fans that would rather not have to make the trip to, you know, across the border. And and so, yeah, absolutely. It's it's. It's getting more faces like mine, you know, a little bit more color in there. Sorry, Drew, but you know. But that's part of what LAFC is. I absolutely, mean, they, they nailed it with that. Like yes. they absolutely nailed it with that. Not that it's exclusive, but it's like yes. they, it's the lifeblood of that section. Well, and you know what? It's it's a large part of it is that they did the one-on-one, -on -one. and so you had people from the club go out, people of the club that are actually of color as well, that are Mexican American that are um, you know, from Puerto Rico, that are American, but still you get a little bit of color out there, that are from Honduras, from Ecuador, from El Salvador, from all these places that represent what Los Angeles is, they're part of that club. So they were out there already with their faces out there saying, saying hey, how can, how can we uh, bring you into a, a game? And, and what would it take to show you that this club represents you? And I think from the beginning you could see it with this club. I felt it, and that's the re really the only reason that I'm involved with this is the fact that they made it very evident from the beginning that they were about San Diego and representing San Diego. And San Diego is very, very, uh, what's the word, Drew? D diverse. Diverse. Thank you. Thank you. I've had a couple of beers, by the way. As yeah, I mean, listen, I'm an American outlaw, but I don't want to just hang around with the American outlaws. Yes. No offense to the, the, my Absolutely. people there, but... You know, I also want the L3 supporters in that section as well. Yes. You know, like that's that's what this is about. That's what San Diego Loyal is all about, is making that a collaboration, not just of Premier League fans, yes. but of U.S. fans and Mexican fans as well. Yeah. By the way, for those of you that are listening, Drew just uh, stepped next to me. We're not going to let him He's hand jealous the, of your the mic <laughs> because he will, he will not hand it back to me. Don't worry. There's only three mics. We don't even have yes, an extra microphone to give him. So, <laughs> I think, Jerry, I think more than anything, I just want to say congratulations to you. Thank you. Um, I know today was a, a big part for the club. The club announced the name, but the club and the fans and the supporters section, they go together. Yes. And so this is big for the club. This is big for the locals. It's, it's big for you guys because you're putting in a lot of work. Like you said, there's a time crunch. There, yes. would be, there would have been advantages to 2021, but there's a lot of advantages to 2020 as well. Absolutely. And I know you have a lot to do, but congratulations. And I'm sure you must think at times in the middle of the night, I can't wait for March 2020 game day being inside Torero Stadium. I can't wait till tomorrow, man. Every single day from now until we are in that stadium, it's going to seem unreal. So, yeah, very excited. Thank you guys for the time, and uh, hopefully we'll be on very soon again. How do they find you on Twitter? So, at Chido Jerry, uh, but... C-H-I-D-O. Yes, C-H-I-D-O, Chido. Uh, is slang for cool, because I'm cool. Cool Jerry. And, uh, yeah, no, uh, and also at, at SG. Uh, I'm sorry, at the Locals SG. Thank you, Drew. That's the only reason why I brought Drew over here. Great podcast. Great, great podcast, Abio. Hey, promote your podcast. <laughs> Oh, so I yeah, do a podcast with uh, DK Niwu for you guys that want to check it out as well. It is called Finest City Football Podcast. You can find Finest City well. Football hey. Podcast. Yes, sir. Where yeah. can they find it? At Finest City Football. Actually, I'm sorry. At Finest City Club. Apple Podcast. Jeez, Podcasts, I'm terrible at this. Apple Podcasts. Yes, we're That's all over. iTunes, Apple Podcasts. I Beautiful. think we're on uh, Google Play. All this stuff. We're you everywhere. know, the same way that they promoted what was going on with 1904 and Club Tijuana and the soccer's you know yes. hey like let's let's be part of the soccer community same thing for us we're all about sharing the podcast love around here too yes so we're happy to promote Absolutely. you guys no and i'm make happy sure to be on and I, well. i've been listening to you guys forever and ever so 
Just happy. I'm. I'm you, still uh, by, by the way, Scuba Steve was like, "Oh man, you were so critical of the name, the locals." I was like, "No, I wasn't being critical oh, at all." Did yeah. you guys think that I was knocking? We'll you? talk. We'll talk off air. <laughs> oh, the real one. Hey, you also tried Golsh not too long ago. What do you think I of Golsh? What do you think? I heard that Golsh is going to be at USD today. Today? No, no, no. They're doing the beer thing. The crap. What's the beer fest? Guildfest. The Guildfest. USL Club. They're at their tent. They're oh. going to serve Golsh today. Oh. Not so at Torero that, Stadium. That's good news for no. Maybe, right, then maybe I don't want to say future. I don't want to speak out of turn then. Well, ma- yeah, yeah, listen, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Okay, so I'm gonna give you guys but today a, the beer fest. It's, that's I, where you. I want to say I want to say this to the listeners that I keep hearing it from you guys because clearly you guys have to push it, but I don't. So f- for those of you that are listening to this, I actually took my certified beer judge, uh, beer judge certification, and I know beer and goals. Hold on, what you did? What now? I'm a certified beer judge. I I I know beer. So I just want you guys to know, Golsh is a fantastic Kolsch. Boom. It is completely, I approve of it. If you haven't tried it, I don't know what you've been doing with your life. <laughs> Drink it now. It's fantastic. Here's your 20. How's that? <laughs> you are the man. I expect, I expect my I mean, it would go mail, great so on match. First right? beer is on us when yes. you go to Three Punk Gales. <laughs> yeah. You'll never buy a Golsh. I promise you that. <laughs> Congratulations you, on brother. today. Yes. This is a big Appreciate day for the club. It's a big day for you guys. Super so congrats excited. to you. Thank you, man. Thank Very you, man. Jerry Jimenez making Bye. his unnamed soccer podcast debut. debut. That was good. Yeah, I know. We've been trying to track him down for a while. He's a busy guy. He works right. during the week. So he has he's like got a, job. a lot going on. He's got a real job. We're like, oh, you can't just show up at 9 o'clock in the morning and do a podcast with yeah. Jordan and me? Yeah, that's he's not like, how no, your schedule dude. works. He's like, I got things going on. I got a family and I got other stuff happening. So now Landon Donovan's about 10, 15 feet away from us. Do you think we can pull Landon? over here to put a wrap do we have time for one more i i hope we also have a line of people waiting to take a picture with oh landon. are they i don't know what that dynamic is or if they'll start throwing food at us if we take landon away from them is that what's going on there i don't know but i think we can send drew to be our bodyguard to kind of steal him away potentially but i think overall the club and the supporters group gonna be pretty happy with today's turnout the amount of people that showed up the, the unveiling itself, I think the reaction has been mostly positive on social media from what I've seen. Uh, there's always going to be know, negative reactions no matter what. So you're, don't, you know, I don't even get caught up in that. And you're going to get it no matter what. So I think overall, the guys are going to be very happy with, uh, with today's event. Should we continue the interview train? I think we're up here. We have an extra microphone. I think we probably should. I think we should uh, have Ricardo Campos make his debut if he ever looks over our way. We'll either get Landon or Ricardo here shortly, but it feels like everyone here is now getting ready to go drink a lot of beer in downtown San Diego today. That's where everyone is kind of headed, so. Yeah, the I would say so. People are starting to filter out with the newest apparel on. See a lot of loyal hats and shirts and pins today, Dan. Yeah, well, that's the real reason why I rode my bike down here, Jordan, was just so that I could get an actual uh, good giveaway bag so I can get a shirt, some stickers, pins, things along those lines. You said that everybody will be happy with the name of the club. Of course, nobody's ever, you can yeah. never satisfy 100% of the people 100% of the time. There's but I think once people name. realize, right, I think that once people realize like how much effort and energy went into this to make this so laser focused and hyper local, I think once people realize that, like the amount of effort that goes into creating a crest and a name, then how could you do anything other than appreciate it and how could you do anything other than oh, Ricardo come on over here for a second I know we're trying to track these guys down as they're all no doing Ricardo was about to come over but Nate jumped in front of him and he's demanding a t-shirt so he's yeah. ruined our interview but he wants a small because t-shirt because he he's on a phone t-shirt. <laughs> even though he's overdressed today now he's looking for a t is that your backpack That's under there backpack. okay Sorry, we have people asking some weirdo questions in the middle yeah. of this. Maybe a good time to wrap it up today, Darren. Okay. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast brought to you by Three Punk Ales, which gives you Golsh, the best Golsh in San Diego. Yeah. Are you guys over there now? Pete, come over here for a second. All Introduce right. yourself to the podcast audience. Hey, you guys. You are live on the Unnamed live. Soccer Podcast. Now, I've heard oh, your last honor. name, Pete, pronounced two different ways, so I'm going to let you pronounce how your last name. You want to hear how Warren Smith says it? Because uh, I've heard Warren say it, and I'm not going to disagree with Warren, but he says Thuresen. Yes. But it's, it's not spelled. It, it's it's Thuresen. Thuresen. Yeah. 
So is that still a thing? Pete Thurston. I, I give him a hard time about it. Yeah. Tell us. Uh, you he's known to forget people's names, so just the fact that he remembers mine. <laughs> you're I'm good honored. with that. I'm honored. That's yeah. all right. Warren Smith is a busy guy. He is. He uh, is. Pete, your role with the club is interesting. Your background is interesting. Tell us how you ended up here with now San Diego Loyal. So uh, multi, multi backgrounds. I, I knew Warren Smith from my baseball days. So when Warren was with the Sacramento Republic, um, I could not have more respect for an individual in sports. We've all worked in the sports industry. We all know there's there's good and then there's not great. Um, he's he's one of the best I've ever been around. And uh, I, I worked in the NBA, worked in Major League Baseball, worked with Fenway Sports with Liverpool and, and uh, their NASCAR team, and moved my family here to start up an agency a couple years ago. And uh, back in June, when Warren and Landon announced the club was coming here, it was like a lightning bolt of just, this is going to be huge. And I want to be a part of it. So I just reached out to Warren and said, how can I help? Like, how can I you know, help build this? And, and what this could bring to this community um, was uh, just something, it was easy to see. And so I want to be a part of it. So you and I have had a couple of conversations off the air. And when you say this is going to be huge, we all, I could sit and say, I think this is going to be huge, right? I'm not basing that on any data. I'm not basing that on any research. You, though, when you say that, yeah. you have a reason for saying that. Would you mind, I mean, as, as much as you're yeah. willing to share, yeah. share why you believe that this will be such a, a huge hit in San Diego? Well, I mean, there's there's the data and then there's the analytical side, I mean, the uh, anecdotal side of it. The... Uh, you don't have to be a genius to look around San Diego and see how many people play soccer, watch soccer. Actually, the the moment I had where I knew we had something was when we did the uh, watch party with the Padres at Park in the Park for the Women's World Cup final on July, I think it was July 8th, 8 a.m. on a Sunday, and there were 6,000 people there at 7.45 in the morning. There was overflow at the stadium. Yeah. I remember showing up for the final. I couldn't get into the stadium until about the 15th minute of the yeah. match. Yeah. That's how many people showed up yeah. for it. So it was like, this is, if we do this right, and, and we like to say internally, try not to suck. Like, we, 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 we got, we've got pretty moderate goals here. Try yeah, not yeah. to suck. Try not to suck. Um, don't mess it up. We have other words we use for mess. Uh, but yeah, it's, you know. Th well, we have an explicit rating on this podcast, so you can feel free to say <laughs> oh, whatever you want to say. Okay. So I can say, don't fuck it up. Yes, okay. you can say that. All right. Feel free. That, that, that's literally like our internal ethos is this is, a, is such a natural place for this club that uh, just don't get in the way of it. You know, literally embrace the, the fan base, the supporters. Always put the fan first. Uh, you know, it's, it's very important to Warren. It's myself, Landon. Uh, this is for the community. And, and just always think of that whenever we're making a decision. Yeah. The Pete, today's news is all about the name of the club, the colors, the crest coming out. Your yep. thoughts as you're part of the process behind the scenes, of course, on the unveiling today, the colors, and everything that comes with it. It was, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating. I think it was my proudest moment in sports just to get to this point of just um, th we had a great moment last night as we celebrated internally knowing we were about to you know, reach this milestone. And, um, you know, working with really great people just – like it's an honor truly to work not you know from top down um, we've got a really uh, another term we use internally is no richards allowed which uh, <laughs> we, we we believe in that wholeheartedly like our staff we want no richards to uh, no richards in, infiltrate that should uh, we could have had a supporter section based on that <laughs> uh, careful we might have one named that <laughs> um, it, but it, you know to see I, I, the the name and the, the colors and the crest just, it, it feels meant to be. And, and when you have that moment of like, man, this everything just kind of fell in place. We had a lot of turns in the, uh, the winding road to get to where we are and to land there, um, feel blessed. It looks great. I can only imagine what sort of work goes into this. You know, the easiest thing in the world, in my industry especially, is to be a critic, right? Yeah. So people are like, how oh, do they? Yeah. But I can only imagine the amount of man work, hours that went into creating something like this. Yeah. You know, it's really listening, though. I mean, it, I, I know we're, we're a broken record with it, but um, 
it's really easy when you listen to people. And, you know, there was the, the you know, NFL team that won't be named colors and you get, you know, a lot of different input on things. But what we landed on was this is a very uh, unique community. People are just so proud to be from San Diego. Even if I, I wasn't born here, uh, moved here about 20 years ago and then moved away and moved back now. And it's, you, you feel proud to tell people you're from San Diego. And so really everything we're doing is just to celebrate San Diego. You know, what we're head, heading to next here with the Craft Beer Guild Fest, you know, there's nothing more San Diego than the craft beer industry. We think it's a, a great um, example for us as a way to be creative, be authentic, uh, and deliver a great product that is best in the world. Um, so we, we've been, you know, great friends with the guild and, and look forward to celebrating there this afternoon. Well, congratulations. I think the one thing, you know, whether people love it, whether they're so-so on it, the one thing I think that rings clear is that you guys put a ton of work into this and it is hyper-focused on San Diego. Yeah. It's know, a reflection on yeah. San Diego, yeah. right? Well, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, even the name, as you said, well, you can only hear Loyal so many times yeah. in these sessions before you go, what the, what, what? they're yeah. telling us what they want it to be. They yeah. want it to be Loyal, so let's call it's it like, Loyal. Let's. Let's not overthink this. <laughs> I'm sure that was a moment for you guys. Yeah, because I mean, it seems like a name that that grows on you. Yeah, it, it was. It was I, when I first heard it, I didn't get it yeah. out of the gate because I, I come from you know the Chicago Bulls, the New York Knicks. You know that's how you name teams. So you think yeah. noun, but you know it's. I, I was in Atlanta when the United launched, and you know obviously there's a, a thousand United teams. Um, this is our version of United. You know, it's what, what we felt is most representative of this community um, from all walks of military, family, community. So um, it, it Landon texted me when we first, the supporters brought us a, a handful of names and a couple of them we just didn't get. And then Loyal was the one that was interesting. And then like eight hours later, Landon texts like, you know what? I love that name. And it, it, I was like, I'm thinking the same thing. And it just, once you get around it, and you guys will see, as you spend a few days, weeks on it, it just becomes, it feels right. It when, seems when, like a name that grows, yeah. no yeah. question yeah. about yeah. that. When did you decide on the name? It's not been long. How, how long uh, has it been under the, well, how, how long has it been under wraps? The, it's been under the, I would say, you think of the dates. It's blending together, so maybe three weeks. Okay. So we had to finalize the crest and trademarks and all the legal mumbo jumbo that you yeah. gotta do with it. So um, yeah, it was it was a uh, process once we landed on it and uh, we never wavered once we landed on it, it was like, and it's felt even more right every day since then. So we're really hopeful that's how the community will receive it. And uh, change of website and yeah. how do people- Websites. Yeah. So is it, What's the new website? Do we? Uh, I mean, to we, put have both, spot, we have San Diego Loyal.com and SDLoyal.com. SDLoyal.com. SDLoyal for. I noticed you changed that Twitter handle with a quickness. Whoever's in charge of that yeah. was on it. The second, the second the curtain <laughs> fell, that sucker switched yeah. over. So yeah. it was good. Now the USL has been our partners in all the digital uh, parts of this. So yeah, we've been fortunate to have them helping us. With well, that. sounds good. Yeah. I mean, next steps. I know we're looking forward to broadcast outlets yeah. and we've heard things uh, about Spanish radio, English language, yeah. television. So. Great stuff coming. And, and you know, um, uh, uh, Nate gave uh, Ricardo mm -hmm. a, a big welcome. Um, I, I think you guys deserve equal credit for what you've done to build soccer in this community. Um, we feel like this should be the capital of soccer in the United States. You know, with all the back to the the data and our research, but also just how many people play. Like, there's this should be the home of soccer in the U.S. And um, what we can do to to improve our you guys talk a lot on the international yeah. side. This this is if it's going to change, it's got to start here. So not just with what we're playing, but the youth playing the sport. So more things to come on things we're going to roll out in the community to bring soccer to farthest reaches of this community that maybe uh, can't afford you know, some of the uh, the club options and academy options. So, great. Yeah. Good stuff. Awesome. Very yeah. good. Pete Thurston, or as Warren Smith calls him, Pete Thurston. Thurston. <laughs> enjoy uh, enjoy <laughs> a goal or two down yeah. there for With us. With San sure. Diego yeah. Loyal. Thanks, hey, man, Drink thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks That's for coming right. on podcast, too. Appreciate it. There you go. And, again, I've gotten to know Pete a little bit. I met him the night that Landon and Shannon McMillan were honored at an event in La Jolla, mm. and he introduced himself. And I said, oh, you know, I, I, you know, because you think, all right, we're starting local. It's USL. 
He's like, oh yeah, you know, I was working for the Atlanta Hawks and I was working for the LA Clippers. I'm like, whoa, like when I've referenced that in previous podcasts, I was talking about Pete Thurston. Yeah, or, and I, then also other guys like Casey with sales. Yeah. He was with the Utah Jazz, I believe. Yeah. I know he was in the NBA. Utah but there's Jazz. a lot of, I think we've used the line on the podcast before, the, the people who are surrounding this club, it's not exactly at the USL level. Like it is even some people say it's above the major league soccer level, the amount of people and the type of personalities and experience that are coming into this club. So I know you have to go. Do we have time for a quick landing or no? I am using Jack Cronin as my indicator because if he is still here, I feel like I'm allowed to still be here for another 10 minutes or so. I okay. think we would be okay. And can we Donovan, can we put you on for five minutes? Because we we're, we're rolling right into the Unnamed Soccer podcast. Okay, Landon just said one Landon second. He's got picture. one picture to take. He's a busy guy. Landon, who was drinking apple juice earlier when he got up on the set. I thought that was very set. funny. Yeah. He, he made, made, sure, uh, made sure to get in front of the TV cameras. and He was worried about his image up there. He's like, hey, I don't know. He's like, what time is it The greatest U.S. soccer player ever is drinking beer at 10 o'clock in the morning. He is a true San Diego. Kind of <laughs> he is one of us, damn it. <laughs> Landon Donovan. <laughs> and Nate tried to start an LD champ, which was very funny as well. And then Nate sort of gave up on the crowd and said, all right, we'll work on that sort Nate's of thing. Nate's too focused on Liverpool today. I didn't even see what happened. Liverpool chaos. drew level, and then they went ahead. And Mane City ended up Pep conceding was, late or something. Yeah, Pep so. was crying for like 90 minutes, but then they got a late goal to win it. So a very uh, non-impactful morning in the Prem, it turns out, after all things are said and done. Yeah. Okay. But a lot of fun here at the uh, at the courtyard. Yes. And then we have new equipment here, so hopefully this podcast is actually recording. Yeah. We're recording. We're okay. 51 minutes into our episode. Okay. Well, we got we got three we minutes we saved the with best. the man three himself, minutes, three Landon minutes, three Donovan. Landon Donovan is What's here. What's up, guys? Landon. How are you doing? Congratulations. Congratulations. I appreciate you guys. Congrats on a fun day. I think you're going to be very happy with the amount of people that showed up, the unveiling. Yeah, great. Everything that went in today. Congratulations. What's your yeah, uh, I think, um, instant feedback? I think I hope people appreciate how much work goes into this because... Not not people like me, but people behind the scenes who do so much. Put on an event like this, develop the crest, the logo, all the listening sessions, all the time people have spent putting into this. Pretty remarkable, and I hope people understand and appreciate the name. I hope people understand, understand and appreciate the logo and the colors. I love it. I loved it from day one, and it's grown on me even more. You did? So. You loved it from the instant I did. you saw it? You I saw, did. You saw it there, say, okay, I think we've got it. You know, we went through it. It was a long process, honestly, and... You won't hear a lot about this, but it was a, there was a process early on that w wasn't great early on. We saw some original renditions, and we were like, eh. And when this came from a gentleman named Cinco, who works at Red Door Interactive here in San Diego, we all just said, yeah, that's it. Like, we just knew. And there were a few minor tweaks you make, but he just got it. He understood it, and it's I love it, man. Yeah, I it looks it. great. Yeah, like you said, I think for some it takes – it's sort of like – like when you listen to a song, remember when you like a new yeah. album would come out yeah. and you listen to it and somebody would say, like, who's your favorite artist? Who, like, what musician do you like? Growing up, Boys to Men, but don't tell anyone that. Okay. Oh, wait, we're on the radio. Let's, uh, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> we're on a pod. Let's pick a different artist. <laughs> okay, let's say. All right, say... so new Boys to Men album comes out. And at first they're like, oh, Landon, did you get the new Boys to Men album? You're right. like, yeah, I got it. Did you like it? You're like, I don't know. I got to listen to it. And then you're like, yeah, I love it. Like yeah. that's sort of, it once it came into focus. You. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Here's what I'd say, especially about the name. So when you hear the name, you see the name, you kind of, I could see people go like, oh, I don't get it. What? Loyal. What, what does that mean? But it, the process was we listened to people over and over and over and over, as you guys know. And that word kept coming up. We are so loyal to the city. The other day I was with Shannon McMillan at USD shooting the commercial. And we were talking and she said, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm really loyal to this city. And I was like, oh my God, Shannon McMillan's saying it. Like, <laughs> this, is, this means something. So we figured, why not? And I love it because I, I didn't want an original name personally. I would have been fine with it. It's not about me. But I just love that it's different and it's special and unique. Yeah. I think the thing, I like the name. I really do like the name. And I think it's a name that's going to grow on a lot of people in San Diego. The colors, to me, though, right away is something that you can just latch on to. I yeah. love the colors. And it's very different from the top to the bottom. But just your thoughts, the colors that yeah. go. I've already seen a couple variations of T-shirts. Well, what I love, so we haven't even seen the jerseys yet, right? Right. So what I love about it most is that one, two, three, four, 
five, six. They're basically like eight different colors on here. So we're going to have an initial jersey, but you could literally have eight different variations wow. on any of these colors, right? At any point of the year, any point of the coming years, which I think is really cool because it's not just a black or a white where you have to be some version of that all the time. We have so many variations we can play off of, which is really cool. I thought you were going to say when you're talking about the eight different colors, so it matches with everything. So, you know, you're not going to clash when you go out because I know you're a big fashion guy. Right. I'm very, I'm very fashionable. <laughs> yeah. I just literally woke up this morning, like, tell my wife, what do I wear? I don't know what to wear today. I'm How many layers did you wear today? Were you, did I you wore have quite the- a few because I had a shirt on, but then I had this the loyal shirt on underneath right. or uh, over but i couldn't show it you had to hide then it. i had a jacket it was pretty cold by san diego standards we're all babies yes but yeah a few yeah, yeah i guess what are you up to what's going on in your world <laughs> that's a good question i have a recruiting question can i ask a <laughs> yes, scouting sir. question yes. i'm obviously not a scout you want to play i no god no <laughs> uh, but there are some players who play collegiately in san diego i'm trying to have a better understanding Yep. Of the type of players that will play for our USL Yeah, club. that's a good question. Um, should I be looking at players, at some of the best players from USD, from San yep. Diego State, as potential players that could be with the USL squad? Great question. I mean, Miguel so, Berry's the guy that comes up. Uh, I think a Pablo Police from San Diego State, who was named to the All-Pac-12 team before this season. Yep. These seem like guys that could play for your club. So I was at USD Wednesday night. Uh, I won't mention who I was looking at, but I think you're a pretty smart guy. Um, Is it the Ronaldo of that conference? Because that's how he's nicknamed. <laughs> Potentially. Um, but what's happened Which is Ronaldo? for people. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> um, for people who are trying to figure out the level. So what happened about five plus years ago is Major League Soccer would take the top 20 or 30 players from the collegiate ranks in their draft. But Major League Soccer now has improved so much that only one, two, three, maybe five total from the collegiate ranks make MLS clubs. So that means every other top college player falls into USL. So that's a big market for us, for sure. And one that, candidly, we haven't even tapped yet because we've been so focused on our other players and they're still playing their season. So there will be quite a few, and there are quite a few locally who are pretty special players. Yeah, and you see a lot of these collegiate players that will come in. They already have ties with Sacramento Republic. They already have some kind of connection with the USL club, yep. whether it was like an under team or just some variation of what the club is. So yep. just trying to get an understanding. So you're, you're full on scouting now. You're trying to figure out and put together this roster. It's not, in just, the last not month, just colors uh, you're putting together. Yeah, in the last month I've been to Japan, Panama, Costa Rica, uh, and then watching games here. So there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of eyeballs watching a lot of players and trying to make sure that we get good players, but also some semblance of either Southern California or San Diego players that actually represent what this community is. Wow, and and the global game when you're scouting in those kind of areas. So one thing we always try to tell people who are, you know, think about soccer and try to match it up with like NFL or baseball. You're like no no no, we don't limit this sport just to. Our, this is the global sport. You, know, yeah, you it sign is. a Panamanian player, you sign a Japanese player, all of a sudden now you're a big hit in those countries as well. Yeah, and that's you know, that's not the primary reason you do it, but if you can sign a player from Japan, for example, right, a culture that is quite fanatical with Japanese artists, musicians, soccer players, that can help, right? And, and so we do, we do think about that and try to be conscious of that. Awesome. Well, congratulations. Good Thank to see you, guys. Congrats. Great to see you. Good There's to see a lot you. more to come. Always a pleasure. Um, I think we'll be talking soon, and I appreciate you guys' support as always, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Landon Donovan wearing his loyal shirt, his loyal hat. It looks <laughs> I love amazing, the hat, man. man. The hat's so cool. It is solid. That's going to yeah. be a big hit around town, bro. I think so. You know that Thank as well. you, guys. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. How many uh, apple juices this morning for you? There's a few apple juices. A few spiked apple juices. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long day, man. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. You got to celebrate, You're the right man. man for the job. As I always say, there are a lot of bad times in this sport, so the good times you got to celebrate. celebrate there you the go. Good. Amen. <laughs> See you, brother. All Thanks, right. guys. Thank you, Landon Donovan, everybody. Landon Donovan here on the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. All right, D. Smith, Let's I think wrap. that's a wrap for us. I want to give thanks to our sponsors, Sport Clips, and also you have Three Punk Ales in Chula Vista, the proud home of Golsh, where you're going to be able to find plenty of Golshes around San Diego today on a Saturday, which really doesn't help people because we put this out on a podcast and it won't come out until after the event is over. But just know that Golsh was available in downtown San Diego. Just know that. Just know it. 
And just always have a Golsh on hand when you're listening to this podcast. Nothing would make me happier than for some of you guys to just listen to the podcast and drink Golsh. Right. At first, I asked people to play FIFA while listening to the pod. Now just drink a beer and take a picture of it and send it our way. All right. Jordan's got to go call a college football game. I'm going to ride my cycle, my bicycle back to North Park. I'm going to head to Torero Stadium, Darren, to check out the future home of the USL club. Uh, follow us on Instagram. We'll put up a lot of pictures and videos there from the event today. Uh, again, and thank you to everybody who, who stopped by from Jerry to Landon to Pete. Uh, we will continue to grow this podcast with this club, so it'll be a lot of fun. And thank you to everybody here at Courtyard who stopped by and just said hello on a Saturday morning. We're not even at 12 noon yet, and I feel like we've already packed a lot into this Saturday.